what is up people you are listening to geeking out over star wars uh where we do just that geek out over star wars i'm one of your hosts shamari stewart um and i'm joined as always uh by my co-host zachary breland uh, zach what's going on i'm very happy and content to be in the co-pilot's chair for the second week in a row i very much like this it feels like a little bit less stress and less pressure i i don't know yes. it, you, you like, put it on you it's okay you know, I, I I think it's fair. We're we're starting yeah, to even I'll out. Carry, I'll carry the load. <laughs> yes, you get more than more than happy. I'll lay back, occasionally chime in. Um, but I I am I'm 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 excited. I'm riding a high, like I told you. Got some books I was excited for. Just got Brotherhood in the mail from Target. So I know we're not talking about that today, but like riding a high. I'm feeling good. I'm ready to talk Star Wars, and of course I'm ready to talk Star Wars games. Uh, which we don't really talk. We we've mentioned a few times over the course of the show, but we haven't really done a deep dive into um, the games of the Disney era. So that's that excites me. Yeah, I'm very glad that we get to do this. I, you know, this is just a, kind of a general discussion I have been looking forward to. Um, you know, because these games, um, you know, they've been coming out for several years. We've had our own we've had our own discussions about the various games that have come out, but. Never really a whole kind of look at where we where we are um, with it. I think this is a pretty good time to to do that. Um, now, before we get into that kind of more overall look, I did want to get your perspective on the Lego Star Wars, the Skywalker Saga video game. Uh, so, of course, you had been playing the game. You played through several episodes already. Mm-hmm. Um. Mm-hmm. I picked up the game as well. I didn't play through much of it. I played just a, a little bit of episode one. Um, but I want to get your take on first, just your kind of general overall take on the game. And then we'll kind of dice, dissect some of your individual thoughts. You, you know, Lego Star Wars has set a very high bar for itself, right? I mean, some of uh, it and and a lot of that. You know, maybe we we owe it to nostalgia because when those original games, the original trilogy, you know, the complete saga, when those came out, we were, of course, younger. So and Star Wars was the newer thing, but they hold themselves to a high bar. And I really I even Lego Star Wars three, the Clone Wars, I think is phenomenal. Um, I, I think the the levels are are fantastic and deep and intricate while still tying into the story in a really cool way. Um. I was very excited for Skywalker Saga. Whether or not I played through it all, and I have had the intention of playing through it all, uh, I had to have it, of course. Like, there was no way I was not going to own it. And I, I bought the deluxe edition, came with the, the little Luke Skywalker drinking blue milk minifigure, which is sitting proudly on my Star Wars shelf right now. Uh, that's exciting. That's awesome. The game itself, I booted it up. I was super excited to get into it. I'm enjoying it. But I'm not loving it. Um, it, it, it's, it's a weird thing. It's, I'm finding it hard to recommend, which is not something I thought I'd ever say about a Lego Star Wars game. Um, okay. we can get into a lot of it. I, I think it's just the pacing is all over the place. I think depending on what you're going into the game for and what you're expecting out of it is largely going to dictate your experience and how, how much you're satisfied with it. Um, so I'm enjoying it. But I'm not loving it, and to the point where I don't think it's horrible, but I'm not feeling motivated to come back and finish it. And I've played through the first four. I've played through, I'm doing chronologically, so I did the prequel trilogy so far, and I also did A New Hope from the original trilogy. So so what do you think of the... Because the things that usually draw me to the LEGO Star Wars games are 
it's kind of just a few kind of basic things that kind of make up the games or right? the puzzles, which are always kind of kind of fun to figure out because, of course, you use the Lego pieces and you kind of put things together and, and stuff like that. You have the comedy, which is big for me for these Lego Star Wars games. They're always they're always very fun just in terms of how they're written and what they do with the characters. And then, of course, the action. Like, is it fun? Is it just fun to play? Are there any do you find any any kind of um is there anything that's kind of lacking, do you think, in any of those? Or anything that you think is great? <laughs> in, in those areas specifically, I, I think the puzzles are lacking. Oh, um, and, and, you know, and I think, I think a lot of that could come from me being older, right? Like sure. I said, that's we're older. Cool. We don't find the yeah. puzzles as challenging. And Lego games have, are suited to a younger audience. That's just what it is. Doesn't mean that we can't enjoy them. Doesn't mean that everybody can't enjoy puzzles. I think still think they have some great moments, but the puzzles themselves are very underwhelming, especially if you're playing through the story. Now, I have only done a little bit of free play, and sometimes those puzzles can be a little bit more complex because the puzzles become the the main reason for your main gameplay. Right, Outside yes. of any combat yeah. in free play, the puzzles became your main gameplay, whereas in the story, they are a way of getting from point A to point B. Um, the puzzles are a little bit of a letdown. I think they're very few and far between in the, if you're just going through the story. Again, this is a lens of story. So like, this is less of a review and more just my impressions. And it's, it's a very personal take. Um, they're few and far between. I think the puzzles actually shine best in very big moments. So Lego Star Wars does this thing. The Skywalker saga does this thing where they make sure the big moments fights against Count Dooku. Uh, you know, shootouts against Jango Fett on the way to Geonosis. Um, the the fight between Darth Maul and um, Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan. In those moments, there are actually little puzzles that you would think would detract from the overall pacing, but for some weird reason, in those events where there's like four health bars to the to the to the boss, they actually factor in really well. But in the rest of the story, I find them very lacking. Um, I find them just they're they they feel like a waste. They feel like less, they feel more time consuming and a waste than they do a fun part of the, um, of, of the game. Now, uh, you, you said you also brought, what was it? Combat and like just having fun and yeah. the comedy, yeah. right? How fun is, yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, the comedy's on point. The comedy, oh, I, I, the comedy is very much on point. So that, that I have to put a, in the plus, in the plus section because I found myself laughing at Jar Jar Binks, right? Like. As somebody who is very up and down and see how Jar Jar could work with some people, it doesn't work for me a lot in the prequel trilogy, but I find myself laughing hysterically at some of Jar Jar's things. And I think that's just like the tip of the iceberg. I think a lot of the situations, I don't want to spoil anything, but certain way they frame different events. Um, I don't know if you've seen that clip going around from the Phantom Menace, what the, um, like when Darth Maul gets, you know, spoiler alert, if you've never seen the Phantom Menace. Um, but uh, gets cut in half, but the way they do it in the game is hilarious. It's laugh out loud funny. So I think the, the funny moments for sure land. It's, it's definitely funny. Um, that, that was definitely kept. And the combat's fun. The combat is, it's, it's deeper. It's 100% deeper. So as everyone knows, who's been following the release of the game at all, they kind of revamped the entire system. So it's not just, you know, keep swinging around, swinging around and hitting yeah. things, right? Like when you have someone who has a blaster, it turns into a third person cover shooter, 
right? When, when, you know, when you have a lightsaber, the things that you can do with the lightsaber are a little more advanced than it used to be. Um, yeah. Throwing the lightsaber, things like that. It is, it is fun, but it come, it's, it's another case of it's fun when it's used in the correct way. So like I said, with the big events, when, when you're fighting a big boss, quote unquote, it can be really good. Um, but sometimes it kind of just, it, it feels out of the way, like an unnecessary element. Like the third person shooting actually feels a little wonky because it's not a true third person shooter. So when they all of a sudden add this element in, it, it can sometimes feel not very accurate. Um, and so I, I don't love that aspect. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, that that's I think that's interesting. I played a little bit of it. I, I the the combat is it is very jarring, just in terms of it how different it is from the other games. The other games you're you're basically just pressing a button and just swinging and and or shooting <laughs> constantly. Here you it's you're doing more. So like, as you said, it's more intricate. So. And I think um, that's that's possibly no one has said as much, but I think that's possibly their kind of way of evolving the series right past the standard yeah. Legos formula that we've had countless times. But also knowing that the Star Wars Lego series has been on for so long and trying to maybe modernize it for those yeah, who are more older. Yeah. Yeah. For those who have experienced all of these stories before. Um, so I, I don't know. I will say the one thing that I haven't gotten to and I, I may actually just skip ahead. Because, of course, I've played the complete saga, so I've played through the original right. trilogy before, multiple times. Um, I might skip to the to the sequels. The sequels, yeah. I might skip to the I sequels. Haven't played, I haven't played the other ones. The uh, the Rise of the the uh, the Force Awakens Lego game. That I was the only one that. they. That was the only one they released one for. Oh, okay. Yeah, that yeah, was the one which was I've interesting. So I'm interested. I didn't play that one, but I heard it was. I heard it was good. I didn't hear it was groundbreaking, but I heard it was decent. Um, so I don't know if there are any big changes there. I would imagine not because that's not that long ago. Um, and then I'd also kind of want to see what they do with eight and nine, both from a, uh, both from a, I would like to experience the story in some kind of, you know, video game form because I, I listen as much as I don't like nine, I would still want to experience that. And I love eight. I love the last Jedi. So, and then also from a comedic standpoint, because if there's one thing that, yeah, if there's one thing that I would imagine is so much material. Oh, there's so much material, and it, it they always they listen. They poke fun at everything. They poke fun at everything. They they in in not and I can imagine that with the sequels they do the same thing, and not in an unfair way. What I really right. like, and I'm gonna get you know I could get flack from this. I and I have I've actually had this conversation, and I almost got flack for it with someone else. But I really love that even though they could have gone the way of bashing the sequels sort of without really like straight up bashing them but kind of just just only using them for comedic goldmine is when the beginning i don't know if you've booted up the opening movie has a very strong emphasis on the sequel movies and then when it comes to the title screen what you hear is um ray's voice from number eight as she's on top of the pile she's the top on top of the pile of all the lego characters holding her yellow lightsaber and she says I need someone to help me find my place in all this. And I just love that, like, you know that there's at least some reverence, that they're not only making it a joke, which for someone like me who I, I know a lot of people who find the sequels to be a joke and they wish they could wipe, you know, the Disney sequels off the face of, you know, right. the map. And, and I, and regardless of how you feel, they are here to stay. And I liked Ray and I liked eight and I want those elements to stay as long as you develop them the right way. 
So it it just was very encouraging for me to hear and see that. So I do, I will say this weekend I'll probably try to jump into the sequel trilogy, at least uh, a little bit of each one to kind of see how that feels. Mm, interesting. I'll be interesting. We'll have to revisit this discussion um, as well. I'm, I'm going to play more of it as well. Honestly, I, I don't see myself not playing it. I did not enjoy myself so much that I just didn't never want to play it. I am going to play it more as well. I just um, need time. <laughs> time to play it, which it doesn't uh, feel like a bad time, though, you know? No, it doesn't yeah, feel. It doesn't, I'm not when I'm playing it and I go, no. I just think at this point for me, it doesn't feel like enough motivating me. Like there's nothing, there's not enough new yeah. or invigorating um, or even just deep enough to keep me coming back to keep going through the entire thing chronologically. And if you were ever, not that many people are going to play Lego Star Wars for the story, but if you weren't a fan, like if you didn't know much of the story and you were younger, I would think, and you were trying to figure out the story, it's not good at that. 100% not good at that. The pacing's all over the place. You're not going to understand most of the sequence of events. It's very much... You're just bouncing from place it's, to place. Yeah, it's very much an inside-the-park type of game. Like, you got to know... You really have to know everything that's going on to get what's going on. That's just, that's just it. All right. Yeah, that, I mean, that's pretty interesting. So they're, it seems like they're trying to go for two kind of polar... Two different uh, crowds. Either you're old enough to get all, all the everything... Or you're young enough to where it doesn't matter, and you're just and you're just playing a Lego game. That may be I don't know, but but regardless, it's is it is very interesting, and and um, I'm sure we will revisit we'll revisit uh, Lego Star Lego oh, yeah. Star Wars. Oh, and you know, I'll text I'll text I'll definitely like I'm definitely gonna text you what what I think. Yes, sure. yes, For please sure. do. For sure. Um, so. So with all that being said as well, we can kind of discuss the larger context of uh, Star Wars games, um, you know, since or the Disney era of Star Wars and discuss Star Wars games. And if we want to go back further, we can as well, just in terms of using it for the sake of comparison. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Well. And I think we also properly need to do a top like five of our favorite, like a top list for Star oh, Wars yeah. games. And that's yeah, not just Disney. I mean, like all of Star Wars. Yeah, yeah, we can do that. Yeah, absolutely. So we definitely um, will return to that at some point. Oh yeah, yeah, and and that'll be. I'm sure that'll be a whole discussion as well. Um, but so there's so I'm looking at the list right in front of me, and I'm sure you are as well, Zach. A lot of, well, honestly, a decent amount of Star Wars games on various different platforms. Mm-hmm. Um, so we have a lot of. Um, a lot of mobile Star Wars games, a lot of console Star Wars games, um, or console and PC Star Wars games, um, from Battlefront to Fallen Order to, um, of course, you have Squadrons. Um, uh, so you have, I mean, you have. There's plenty of Star Wars games that have been released and re-released, uh, such as. Uh, you know, Star Wars Pod Racer, which was recently Star Wars Racer, which was recently re-released on Switch. Um, I think the, was the Force Unleashed recently re-released, or is that going to be re-released? That was just re-released. Yeah, that was another one that was just re-released. So we've had plenty of those as well. Um, With the classic Wii control, like Wii motion controls. Oh, interesting. Which is kind of cool. Yeah, I haven't tried it out, but I think that's kind of cool. Yeah, yeah, that's a, that's a good touch as well. 
Um, so I want to I want us to kind of have a greater discussion on these games. Um, and I can I can kind of start off the discussion. Um, I think and just kind of in looking in looking at the Star Wars games that have been released. Um, I have honestly, I have mostly positive, um, mostly positive, a positive reception, positive opinions on the Star Wars games that have been released. I don't have many complaints. Some people, I know, I've had a lot of issues with a lot of Star Wars games that have been released, with the exception of, I'd say, probably Fallen Order. Um, I think I've seen a lot of kind of, um, uh, Criticism, I'd say. I would put it that way. <laughs> a lot of criticism of various Star Wars games that have been released. Um, uh, uh, very similar to uh, Zach, you were just criticizing. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm not letting oh, you. Oh, thanks, man. Thanks, man. <laughs> but there's been plenty of criticisms of the various Star Wars games. I have, I'm, I'm going to be honest, I have had very little negative things to say about most of the Star Wars games that have been released. I had my problems with Battlefront 2 with the microtransactions. That drove me nuts. Um, there were some bugs in Squadrons that, that really just got under my, under my skin. So that, but those are more, that's more of a technical, technical uh, issue. Um, but, but outside of that, I've enjoyed. I enjoyed Battlefront One uh, when outside of the payment situation with Battlefront Two, I enjoyed that, and they eventually remedied that. I loved Fallen Order. Um, I mean the the very little I've played of the mobile games, I've enjoyed um, as well. Um, I've I've enjoyed the 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 the. Uh, the Star Wars games that have been released. I haven't had any. I have the I had the racer game on Switch. It plays great. It's just a nostalgia. It's just it's just a nostalgia. It's like a nostalgia shot. Of just like oh my god, I feel like I'm playing on my N64 again. It's like it's. I think they're doing a great job, and I just want them to make more games, uh, because I think Lucasfilm Games and what Disney has done with their, with their gaming, um you know, and how they're making their games and the time they're taking with it. I, they're doing a fantastic job. But um, how do you feel, Zach, about, about some of these games? It, Lucasfilm was a very, Lucasfilm limited games was in a very interesting place, right? So right before Disney, we got the two Force Unleashed, Force Unleashed games. Right. Um, which really were met with critical praise and fan praise. Um, I know number two was a little less well-received um, and was also considered very short. It was incredibly short. Um, but it's still like a, a awesome story, a awesome retelling of certain original trilogy elements. If you decide to go down a certain path. Um, and I think that's great. And I think fans were then clamoring for, for something more akin to that. We had a darker story it was elements we were getting and we didn't know what was going to happen with Disney. We didn't know about the sequels yet. Um, there was star Wars 1313 before Disney. Right. And that was a real bummer. Um, to to let go uh for that for that to be canceled and that for that to be dropped um and then ea kind of ea got the when disney took over ea got the exclusive contract yes ea got the exclusive contract no more now it it opened up a year or two ago um i think like two years ago the contract ended they can still make star wars games but it's no longer exclusive um and battlefront one was very much released to a lot of 
lukewarm reception uh, because it, it it didn't feel like a whole game. It didn't feel like something you were spending $60 on uh, or that you should spend $60 on. And for some weird reason, I came back to that game day after day. I mean, day after day. I I know we hold the original yeah, battle so much. Oh, we hold the original Battlefronts to very high esteem, like with good reason, right? Like Battlefront Two right. is yes. is a phenomenal game, one hundred and ten percent. This doesn't fault that, but they went in a different direction with this Star Star Wars Battlefront. This entirely, almost almost exclusively online, only multiplayer, no story. Um, and I I got to tell you, I found myself more enamored with Battlefront One than I did with Battlefront Two. Even though Battlefront 2, when it released, had the whole microtransactions problem. And besides that, even the multiplayer just didn't feel as immersive for some weird reason, even though it did end up becoming a massively large game and, and pretty well received now. But the first Battlefront, I put so many hours into, especially like we yeah. mentioned before the show, the Battle of Jakku is, yep. is absolutely stunning. It's yep. stunning. I, I think it just... You really, out of all the maps I've played in both Battlefront 1 and 2, 2015 and 2017, respectively, it feels the most immersive. Like, I am boots on the ground. Yeah, it's great. It's really, Everything around really me, there are TIE fighters that are, like, barely overhead, like, flying in out of nowhere because they're, like, crashing out of whatever. You look all the way up. You just you pan up. You see all the Star Destroyers, and you see the last remnants of the Empire. And then if you're following the rest of the canon... You see, right, you, you know what happened at the end of Lost Star and by between, you know, Thane and Sienna. You know what's, if you've read Aftermath, or at least even that first one, you know what the remnants of the Empire are building to. And it, it takes a couple more books until we get the, the conclusion there. But still, it felt like that felt like a big part of the promise of the interconnected canon we were going to get with Disney. It, and I think it reinforced that on top of just being really cool experiences for something new, right? Like if you ever did any of the single player, like, um, speeder bike chases through Endor or, um, all of that stuff was like the, the promise of all these cool elements that we've seen before, but here's what it's going to look like in a new updated modern consoles way. And it was awesome. I, I, I was floored. I loved it. Um, so I, I gotta say that those first few years while people were very hard on Battlefront. I and even Battlefront Two. I I happened to to I, I like you. I had positive opinions of them. I did. I did very positive opinions. I have I like you. I played Battle First Battlefront. Just not every day, but most days I was playing at least a little bit of Battlefront. <laughs> I, was, I was just I just jump in the game. It's so easy to just jump in. Oh yeah, and just start playing and just. It was very, and you know, I'm gonna be honest. They kept me coming back with a lot of the DLC, also. Mm -hmm. which, you know, people have mixed opinions about DLC. It's always not the whole game, and I'm paying more for what should have been in the game. Fair enough, but you know, they added Scarif, they added all this stuff. Where I'm just like, this is it's really cool that they're adding all this stuff. So, um, yeah, they they um, and Battlefront Two, I think is probably the most. I would say that's the that that I I think that game. Probably has the most Star Wars stuff. Oh, it's huge! It's massive. It has everyone. Oh my god! And the, the complete game is like it has everybody. <laughs> it's yeah, everyone you would want to play as, it, it, pre, and pretty much everywhere you would want to play. It's it's huge. 
it was another situation when it launched outside of the microtransactions where it didn't feel like you should be paying for the whole game right. because yep. it didn't have that content at launch. Yeah. But yep. right now, if you wanted to jump back into Battlefront 2 and you wanted a war type, you know, we talk about the Alexander Freed type experience of, of yes. boots on the ground Star Wars, Battlefront 2 is where it's at because literally all yeah. across the saga, you it's everything. Everything. Yeah. It's huge. So, I mean, I, I give EA a lot of crap, but I give them a lot of credit for after they fixed Battlefront 2, the complete game, just selling it as it is. It's fantastic. Oh, yeah. Um, so, yeah, that was those games were, were great. Um, and then after now, that, we got Fallen Order. Yes. So we got Fallen Order. Um, now, Fallen Order, I kind of almost put when it comes to gaming, I kind of almost put it in its own category. It's such it's a great narrative driven adventure game it's just you and you're and literally just what you would want um which is basically what i saw in all the reviews and i agree it's just okay you're a jedi and you have to survive as a jedi and you're really using your lightsaber and learning how to do different things throughout the game and and the story is great as well it's it's wonderful it's a wonderful game um, I can't wait for the sequel. I'm sure we'll, and we'll get more information on that soon. But what was what were you, was your take on Fallen Order as well? Uh, purchase day one finished like I don't know a week a week later. It 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 checked off all those boxes. Like we didn't get any we didn't get any play as a Jedi content for like two like for like three years. Yeah, at, at four years, right? We the only thing you had were maybe a few mobile games, and if you played Lego Star Wars: The Force Awakens, yeah. which neither kept, of us did, kept going back to the old Republic, it just yeah, yeah, it was the only option you had. That or you loaded up Battlefront, and you had the most wonky lightsaber controls known to man. <laughs> right? It, it, you literally there. I you, you're like me. I was going back into the old Republic constantly during those early years because it was the only Jedi action you could get. That was it. And then Fallen Order comes out and it's this polished narrative um, adventure, not entirely open world, but like open level, right? Like you could go down the beaten path for your, you know, your objective and, and you're trying to find out more about the Zepho and all of that. I, I started a replay a few months ago, but then. But you could then venture off and, and explore more levels, find that, blah, blah, blah. It was just like you said, the story. It hits all of the things, the things that we had come to love, like in Star Wars, the new elements and the Inquisitors. We all love the Inquisitors. Um, the, you know, Vader. We all love Vader. Uh, one of the only people to survive an encounter with Vader. Go Cal. Um, uh, and then everything with, like, even with the Night Sisters. I love that we saw more death. I had no here. idea they would be in this game. None whatsoever. Who I don't, I don't, I don't think anyone thought. And that, and that, that character from there would become so important to the overall story and then to cal's further journey like you you, you know we're going to get more um going forward so i it was just so it was a breath of fresh air i think there was after battlefront 2 even though by the time fallen order came out it was a more complete game there was still like a loss of faith yeah. in ea at that point and i think fallen order kind of provided that no nah, we good we got you we hear you they put respawn behind the insanely ex amazing titanfall games um on on this and i i think they knocked it out of the park and i'm inc i'm incredibly over the moon for whatever um for whenever we get this sequel which which i which apparently a rumor today 
um, on what the there's a report on what the actual sequel will be called. But I'm so excited. Yeah, it's just it's so exciting. Like you said, just gives you so much gives you so much faith in in um, the developers that they know what they're doing. They have a plan. It was announced early on that there would be a sequel, which also gives me hope that they had a, they had they kind of had an idea of where they might go um, with a sequel. And it isn't just haphazard. Oh, okay, yeah, let's make another one. So it's so yeah, I'm so excited. Um, now I also want to get your take on Squadrons. I did not. I'll be honest. I did not finish Squadrons. Neither did I. But I, I have to say, what I played the the I was I was really taken aback at the amount of detail. Like it, when oh. you're in the fighters, it's incredible. Oh, it's yeah. Oh, it's it insane. Is, I mean, my goodness! It's like you're in a you're in a starfighter. It's it's incredible. It's so it's and it's fun. Yeah. And oh, yeah. And, and like I was wondering because I was like, you know, I kind of like how it is in Battlefront. The 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 battles when you're in an X wing or or an A wing or you know a, or a tie a tie fighter. Um, uh, but I was like, oh, you have to be, yeah, you have to be in the cockpit. Uh, okay, let's see. Or it's better in the cockpit. All right, let me see how it. But no, it's it is it's really really cool. It's so cool. What were your thoughts on what they were able to do with that? Well, first off, Squadron wins like my award for I think best cover art of the Disney Star Wars era because oh, yeah, it's cool. absolutely gorgeous. If if you um, if you're a fan of like the 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 um. The Starfighter kind of by the the battles, any yep. of the space battles or the air battles, then this is the, this is for you. Oh yeah, I I this is a just like you. I didn't finish. I I didn't finish, and I think part of that could be that right, like um, dog fights, first person dog fights aren't my thing, right? Sure. Like I just I don't yeah. play yeah. games like that very often. I'm very much a story focused type person. Mm-hmm. Um, but I talk about feeling like you're in the cockpit. Like really feeling like you're in the cockpit, oh, so much so that I think another big part I didn't re- finish it is because I wanted to find a way to play this in virtual reality in in um in you know, right <laughs> in like on the Oculus, like I own the Oculus Quest or now the Meta Quest whatever Meta Quest Two, um and I I was looking for ways to be able to connect that to computer and I can now and I just never got to it, but like to experience this, yeah. in yeah. in VR is would be amazing. You turn off like all the HUD and that you have to you have to rely the fact that they have that where you actually have to rely on the instruments in the cockpit and know what each thing is, just le- a level of immersion that you rare you rarely see. You in rarely see. It's and it's it, it, you, I blown away. So I didn't finish it, but what I did play absolutely deserves all the credit that it got cuz it got a lot of it got a lot of um they, you know, they. This is another thing on the EA place where they. It wasn't a full sixty; it was forty dollars. EA was right. learning that with the content they were giving, it had to match the price. Yep. And people felt this more than matched it. So yeah. I, it, it, it had a story. It did have a story that you could play, but it yes. also had a bunch of. Uh, but most of it was, of course, multiplayer in five v five space battles and everything. It's actually on. It's actually. I don't know if it was this year. I think it was last month's or the month before's. PlayStation Plus game, so it was actually um, if you had PlayStation Plus yeah. available for free, which which I have, and so I also redownloaded it, even though I have, of course, the PS4 version already. But 
Um, yeah, no, I, I think I didn't finish it, but I think Squadrons was 100 a home run. 100% a home run. I agree. I'm, and and it's just funny when you're going through these games individually, and it's like, I, I, that's why I say, like, I think they're doing a really good job. Like, I honestly, like, a lot of people have, and gamers complain about everything. I'm a gamer. Oh. I complain about everything. I think everybody complains about everything. <laughs> I complain about every little thing. But, I mean, they're doing a good job. They are doing a really, really good job. Yeah, they are. Like, I, I don't have many complaints, like, very, very significant complaints. I'm not, I don't want anyone to get fired. I think everyone there deserves every, every amount of money they're making, maybe even more. They're doing a really good job. So it's, I, you know, um, I mean, did you have, and, and um, I'm not sure if this was, if this was, I, I know I probably at some point maybe it was taken over by Disney, but I did, I also played a lot of the, um, the mobile game Star Wars Commander as well. Have I you never heard of that played, one? I, I've heard of it. I never, I never played. Okay, that one is also really fun. But it's like one of the, it's like the Clash of Clans or you know kinds of thing where you build your base and, but with the, a Star Wars skin. There was a, there was I can't for the life of me remember it, and it was removed, and I think it was so it was I think it was before Disney, but there was a game I would play a Star Wars game I would play back in high school. Maybe somebody can help me remember. Uh, maybe you can. That was like a base building game. But not like not like a fortress building. It was one of those like tower building games. Like you could always see inside the tower, and you were building these different floors, and it had different like each floor was different, and you had to you know but you know make money. Each floor had to make money, and then you would put it towards another floor, and that would do something else. I don't. I can't. I don't. I don't, I, I don't recall a game like that. I I didn't. I never heard about it. It's dude. Uh, it's like. The I'm haunted by sophomore year of high school because I played that game nonstop, and I can't remember, and it doesn't exist anymore. Ugh. Oh boy, it, yeah, that kills me when they do that. Oh my god, like ugh, it's killing me. It's killing me. I'm forever, never. I'm forever, never gonna find it. I, it's gonna kill me. It's going to literally haunt me forever. Um, but. We have a lot of exciting Star Wars games to look forward to, though. Also, a lot out. of games to look for. I was just about to say that as well. A lot of games to look forward to. We know we're getting the Fallen Order sequel. Yep. Um, we know we're getting Eclipse. Yep. I mean, we don't know what it'll be called. I don't or... know what. I don't know what's going to happen with Eclipse. If we're being completely honest. Yeah, to be totally honest. I and hope. I, I, one, I just. I hope it comes out. I am. It's one of those things. I'm very patient. Also, it's one of those <laughs> things where a lot of people are rooting against it, and for good reason. Until because there's been zero transparency around the controversy, um, and who is supposedly heading up the game, and they haven't released anything. So outside of a really cool trailer, and a awesome ridiculous era that has become both of one of our favorite eras in Star Wars. Yes. Um, so I kind of I want Eclipse to succeed, but I want it to succeed in under the right conditions. So. Like, I, I, it's a very, it's a weird line to walk. So it's like I'm excited for it, but I also want it to be done correctly and with the right level of inclusion and transparency. Um, so I, Eclipse, yes. We also have that Ubisoft open world game that we know yeah. nothing about. Yeah. Um, open world game. That's and then out. Amy Hennig, who was lead on a Star Wars game that got canceled, is back with Skydance New Media. And creating another new Star Wars game. Yes, and she did Uncharted, right? 
she did Uncharted. She's considered like one of the I don't know, like she's considered like one of the premier um yeah, writers no, in video games. I know she's been doing video game writing and directing for forever, it seems. Yeah. So yeah, well, she's done what Legacy of Kane, Jack and Daxter, and Uncharted. Right. So, and it says that they announced a collaboration for a narrative-driven action adventure game, and that's literally all we got. Yeah. Literally, oh, we have. Um, my God, I'd love for us to yeah, find out. Star Wars Hunters coming out, which I, I we do have Star Wars Hunters. Yeah. So, I mean, that's pretty exciting. I, I don't, I'm no, I don't know what to expect from that, but that could be another really good one. You know, that's, uh, that's a that's that's a mobile one, correct? And on the Switch, it's on the Switch, I believe. Yeah, it's right. on the Switch and both App Store and Google Play. Okay, this year that'll be inter- I'm uh, that'll be interesting. I'm not a, like like I'm not a big mobile gamer anymore, and my my Switch really just sits pretty on my you know on <laughs> on my TV console, uh, and I don't I touch it maybe twice a year. Maybe this will be one of the reasons I touch it. Um. Uh, we'll see. That that does come out this year, so that that's we're in a very interesting place. But I also think we're in a little bit of a lull. I don't think we're going to be getting anything for a couple years at least. A couple um, years. So after, you don't think anything come out next year either. Maybe. Well, maybe the Fallen Order sequel. Maybe the Fallen Order sequel. I, that is the only thing. If, but if that misses a twenty twenty three release, outside of maybe a mobile game, I don't see us getting any of the Ubisoft Eclipse or the Amy Hennig Star Wars game anytime soon. That I agree with. Um, I think I I think we may get the Fallen Order sequel pretty. Yeah, that's the only thing. But also, if I'm being honest, uh, things get. I feel like if they in the summer told us that it's coming out next year, that everyone should probably not hold their breaths because the amount of big AAA releases getting completely delayed is insane right now. Yes, I did. I did. (laughs) And it's one of those things. Like I'm not surprised. But I also I feel like shot in the foot a little because they came out multiple times over the last year when it was first re- revealed and they're like, no, we are hitting that November 11th. Release I know, release. right? I feel we, I feel like I was like I could have swore they they were like swearing up and down. Oh, that. they were up and down. They were swearing up <laughs> and down. Out. And I'm so excited for that game. Oh my god! I'm. I'm it's funny because I'm actually more excited for Redfall. Really? Um, oh, okay. it looks so good, and I love. And this is being done by Arcane, right? Arcane Studios, I believe, is doing that one. Yes, they are. Who just did uh, Deathloop? Yeah, which Deathloop is really fun. And and uh, the Dishon- I love the Dishonored games. Okay. And okay. I, yeah. See yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm all in on whatever that game is. It, the tra- the the whatever concept trailer they released looks fantastic. I see. I oh. I Redfall does look good. I can't lie. But also, Starfield looks like that. Lose lose two hundred hours in space type game. Like, yeah, I I will. Those kinds of games intimidate me. I don't know what because I can't I can't do like when there's like you're just giving me all this space and just say do what you want. And it's like I don't know what to do. I need that's you to fair. guide me to what I want to do. You know what? That's fair. I feel like when I was younger, I the Starfield and any open world games in general. When I was younger, I actually was better with. As I've gotten older, I need some more guidance and direction, like a story, a strict story to follow. Yeah. But at the same time. You and I are both such huge sci-fi nerds. Yes. My favorite games in the world are Mass Effect. And yep. like to Starfield to be able to live out that that I feel like we that entire fully immersive Skyrim in space, fully customize everything, factions, live out each and every day RPG yep. that we just haven't gotten before. 
that yeah. is really the dream for every sci-fi fan has me like, I know that I'm going to have no time for anything else. I know that I'm probably not going to put as many hours into it as I want to, but just like the, I, the, the promise of that dream being fulfilled has me incredibly excited as me. So, but oh, so I, then this 2023 delay, you know, kills me. Yeah. Yeah. So we're getting a lot of delays. Um, um, and and it's funny. Did you see the um the Gotham Knights gameplay that was recently released? I did. I, I did. honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if that got delayed. Also, I would not be surprised. Just be surprised like kill the ju- just like Suicide Squad killed the Justice. Uh, yeah, League. I would. I would not if they just pushed it back. And I wouldn't even mind. I'd be like, yeah, go no, ahead. I wouldn't. Gotham. Listen, so. I am ultimately as much as delays bum me out, and Jedi Fallen Order sequel being delayed would bum me out. Also, I'm ultimately in favor of whatever is going to make the game better. Really, I agree. I I, agree. I, I want a I want a polished game that's more complete with less bugs and just a great and just an experience that the developers intended. Yes. Not absolutely. rushed. Like so, I, I learned my lesson. I learned my lesson with Cyberpunk. Oh. Cyberpunk was Cyberpunk was a lesson learned. You know, I am I am oh, on boy. the I am on the controversial side of that. I oh, really boy. am. I know I am. I know I am. I know this is a tangent, but I played cyberpunk the day it came out got it for my i was playing on my ps4 pro and outside of obviously some very wonky bugs and like i think i crashed three times in terms of the game crashing i loved it oh i loved it oh my god i thought it was so deep i love it now on my xbox one x oh no 100 percent. with the ps5 and the xbox one x i got the update for the ps5 oh right now it's the game that it should have been when it released Oh, 100 percent. I I can't argue with that, but I will say I'm on the other side of when people go, "Wow, that was horrible." I couldn't do yeah, it. I, like, got, no. I was playing it on my Xbox One S, and it's just oh it well. Lo- it it yeah. looked like a PlayStation One game. It was that I, bad. I think that I think the PS4 Pro was in that because it was in that in between stage. I was actually able yeah. to run it at a pretty consistent frame rate without yeah. it being too like too buggy and too laggy. So I actually really enjoyed Cyberpunk so much so that like it was just. It was like my favorite game of that year. It oh, really was. I, oh, I, I envy you. <laughs> I, 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 I know. I, I know. So I have hard. no. Nobody feels the same way as me. I know. I'm like. I can't even get mad at people who had a bad experience because it was legitimately a horrible experience on a lot of consoles. I, yeah. It just was. The only console that didn't have that experience was PC. PC yeah, players were playing it the way it was supposed to be played from the beginning. And it's so funny because, and I'm sorry, I'm sorry, everyone that we're going on this tangent, but I just, it's so funny because. My brother texted me. Oh, no, he didn't text me. He told me. I told him, I was like, I'm going to go get Cyberpunk. And he's like, you know, I'm hearing that game's really bad. I'm like, what? I, I, could, I, I didn't believe him. I was oh, like, no. oh, you know, people are just, people just, they just want to hate on whatever. It's probably had some bugs or whatever, but I, I don't care. Literally, I was like, I don't care. The story's good. It looks, if it looks anything like the gameplay they showed, I'm going to have a hell of a time playing the game. I picked it up, I put it in, and I just saw how it looked, and it was so grainy. <laughs> I'm just like, whoa. I, I've never, am I, that's why to this day, whenever anyone pushes a game back, I don't care. I'm just like, do no, it. I don't either. Do it, push it back, I don't care. That, that was but, also a game that should never have been released on previous gen consoles. Yeah, absolutely not. Yeah, never. absolutely not. That's why I'm glad Gotham Knights are just... As, as am I. My, my sister's upset because the only console that the rest of my family has is an Xbox um an xbox one x um so she's all upset but me sitting pretty with my ps5 
Um, I'm very happy Gotham Gotham Knights also looks dope, man. Just saying. It looks dope. It looks good. Yes. I'm excited for it. And I kind of want that collector's edition, except it's $250. But I kind of want it. Do I need it? No. Do I want it? Yes. Yeah, I can't... um... I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't pre-order. That has me all scared on pre-orders now too, because I don't. Wanna I know, pre-order. yeah. Just so, I, I got the, I got the whole cyberpunk. I got the book. I got, I literally had the whole book <laughs> with all the. I pre-ordered everything. I had all that before the. I even got the game. Oh. And I get the game, and I just put it on like. <laughs> oh, you know what I did that for? You know what? Oh, book, you know what I did? That, do you remember Anthem? <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> This I'm coming off of my favorite game studio oh, of all time back in the day. Bioware has massively changed, but Bioware oh, was my yeah. favorite, and I picked up Anthem, and I didn't hate it. I never finished it. Yeah. I didn't hate it, but like talk about ridiculously disappointing. Picked up the official collector's edition strategy guide, the hardcover with the gold foil and the like the numbered poster, and I was like, damn. And then you know, two weeks later, there's no support for the game anymore, and now it's officially <laughs> dead. So. Uh, geez. Oh boy, yeah, I remember. Disappointments left and right. Disappoint. Yeah. Let's just hope that let okay, respawn. Take your time. Yes, please. take your time. Respawn. Make this the, the first game was like I, I have faith because respawn literally just has put out banger after banger after banger and a- as well. yeah, and yeah. Apex Legends is considered a massive success, yeah. right? I haven't and played the, Apex, but I, I, yeah, I know. I, mean, I played it the first two days it was announced. I was like the first person before the rest of the world hopped on, and then the rest of the world hopped on, and I hopped off. But <laughs> the I I give I have faith in them. Make it as good as possible. Whatever delays you need, seriously, I'm yeah, all for whatever it. Whatever delays, I just I will wait. Life move. Life will continue. Life will find a and way. When the game gets a ten out of ten on all of its reviews, everyone will buy it. They won't oh, lose anybody. Listen, so. the only it only missed out on Game Awards Game of the Year because it was released too late. Like that was the only reason that it couldn't qualify. Because I Jedi Fallen Order was a lot of people's game of the year. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. A lot of people, and it was probably if I had to think back on it, it was at at the very least my top five, if not my top two. So I Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order one hundred percent. Um, would have been game of the year, and then, but it released in November, which was like past the cutoff date. Right. So I do think number two is probably going to be even better. I really do. I I do too. You, I if, do. They, if it's as good, my thing is, if it's as good as the first one, and even they just added a couple of elements, say if they added a second Jedi, and there's co-op. Oh my god! Can you imagine if there's co-op in this game, dude? That would, dude, that would be incredible. I would, I would be like, no, I'm getting this. The f-. Then I would pre-order it. I, I don't care. I'm pre-ordering. Like it just little things, and I don't know. I, I don't. This, that's not a leak. I haven't heard anything. I don't know what they're gonna do. But, but just even if they added just little things to this to this game, it would just if it's just fall in order with just with a little bit more. I would, I would still be more than happy with it. You know what I would love. Now that she's become a full-fledged member of the crew, would be playing as Meryn, the Dathomir sister. Yes. That would would that not open up oh, just one incredible. one oh, a whole new way of looking at the force and using like yes. as they call magic, right? Yep. So give us give us an experience we've never had before. Yep. Never. And then to have that story to open up that culture even further and that history and that legacy, that yep. would be I think a genius move. 
Yeah, that'll be incredible. And and on next gen, and this it's just funny because these games are going to look so incredible on next gen. I know. And it's just, it's just, it's I I don't know. I just it's just going to be it's just going to be great. I know I know they came out with the Fallen Order has like an I guess an update for next gen. Oh yeah, uh, it's nice. Oh, it's nice. Yeah, yeah. But, say, but like built from the ground up though, next gen is going yeah. to be beautiful. Oh, that's going to be incredible. Oh my goodness, I can't wait. Oh, neither. Can I, I absolutely can't wait. Um, I mean, I think that's a good place to end the show. Um, I don't know. Do you have any 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 final thoughts on on just the 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 state of games, the Star Wars games? I think we're in a good place. I I think mm-hmm. Star Wars in general is in a good place. If you ask me, it is. It, it so really, um, I think really the video good. games are a good place. I think it's actually mostly wins. If you know, we like to call things W's or L's, right? Because that's just how that's just how you know social media likes to just categorize. There's no there's no room for nuance anymore. Um, But I will say everything I think has been a a has worked in one way or another. Almost all of the releases have worked in one way or another, and even when they've stumbled out the gate, they've almost always righted themselves. All the games developers and publishers have almost always given us an experience worth having. So I I think we're in a good place. And even though I'm not loving Lego Star Wars as much as maybe I would have 10 years ago or or 15 years ago, I do think there is a a population that this 100% is going to work for. From completionists to younger fans. And I, I really hope younger fans take to the game and love it the way that we loved the complete saga. Right? And the way that we love the original trilogy. So... I think Star Wars in general in a good place. Star Wars games, for the most part, outside of the controversy around Eclipse, everything else is pretty. What's coming up is pretty widely celebrated, and what's been released has been is is been pretty positive. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I pretty much agree. I think Star Wars. I agree with you. Star Wars is in a, is in a very good place, and I think the Star Wars games are also in a in a very good place. I think. Um, you know, I don't know what's going to happen with Eclipse. I, there's a lot of, you know, controversy and, and rightly so, you know, with everything that's coming out about, you know, the director uh, in the, you know, uh, of uh, Quantic Dreams. But um, we will, you know, we'll see what happens with that game. I do still hope it gets made one way or another, <laughs> you know, um, but we'll see. We'll see, you know, what happens with that. Um but yeah, just so excited for all these games, all these upcoming Star Wars games, and just everything else down the line. And, and what gives me a lot of encouragement is I feel like they mostly listen to whoever's running, you know, Lucasfilm Games. <laughs> they're kind of listening. They're trying to. They're actually taking because some developers. You feel like the worst thing for a lot of developers, at least from what I can see at least in terms of the community, um, is when they, they don't listen. That's like the worst thing. They don't listen to the to feedback where they just give you some canned response to everything, essentially. <laughs> and then you never get any updates, or the updates that you get are just things they had pre-planned, but they don't, they don't you know, actually listen to what people are complaining about. It's the worst thing. That doesn't seem to be the case with Lucasfilm games. A lot of the games that they're coming out with are a lot of things that either people are asking for or when people want things changed, it may take a while, but like you said, they 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 change. They're learning. They're, they're listening learning. and they're learning. 
that's yeah. so valuable. So valuable, and it's definitely not something that that every gaming kind of company uh, has or does. So I, I think I think they're I think they're on fire. I think they're doing a great job, and um, I'm very happy with what they've done. Um, but I think that's a good place to end it. Uh, as always, thank you all so much for listening. Um, Zach, do you have any plugs? Um, I don't know if you have any plugs where you'd want to, you know, plug yourself. <laughs> no, for the show. no other plugs. Cause this is the only thing I do, but, um, I'll plug this own show. And in terms of what we got coming up, I'm really, I'm really, I'm, I'm pretty giddy about this month in terms of star Wars. So we have right where we're hopefully we'll both be done with brotherhood and we'll, we'll talk about that next week. We got Obi-Wan in a couple weeks. We got star Wars celebration in a couple weeks. Uh, so just riding that, that Star Wars train, that Star Wars train high. And, uh, we got a lot, we got a lot coming up, a lot coming up. So you're right about that. Um, so yes, please everyone be on the lookout for that. Um, you know, definitely pick up brotherhood. If you haven't already, we will be talking about that book next week. And that's also a show that you can always come back to whenever you do finish, finish the book or pick it up. Um, and then just celebration and Obi-Wan, those, those will just be taking up taking up our minds and our shows for the next several weeks. I'm sure after, <laughs> after those are oh, yeah. released. Oh yeah. Uh, so please uh, be on the lookout for that. You can also check me out um, uh, at the new generation podcast network. That's N U generation podcast network. Me and my brothers have several different uh, shows, uh, podcasts that we record. Uh, you can find us basically anywhere you listen to podcasts. Um, I actually have a star Wars show on there called the Imperial broadcast where we talk about star Wars. You will see Zach on there. Uh, as well, um, uh, uh, around, so he around says every week. So he says every week. Uh, you will see him. <laughs> <laughs> you will see Zach on there as well, um, especially around celebration time. So please be sure to check that out as well. Um, and yeah, check out the other stuff we have on there. We do, we do, uh, we do some good stuff um, on there as well. So, so uh, do please check that out. Uh, that'll do it for this show. I'm your host, Shamari, joined by Zach, and we will see you guys next time.